The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after the show, after the after show. show. It's the after show. Welcome everybody to the Wednesday after show. The show after the regular show. And uh, today we're talking about brand loyalty. Brand loyalty, uh, according to what it says on the internet, brand loyalty has little to do with price or money. Barry's going to argue that point. Uh, brand loyalty has everything to do with how consumers perceive the brand. This could be through promotional activities, reputation, or previous experiences with that company, and you see people like Drew Estates that have these bond burners, and they had people going to their um, offices and things like that. Nick Perdomo has done that many times uh, for years, actually, uh, and way back at the beginning, I think it was Christian Aroa with the Camp Camacho things that went on, did it bring, bring brand loyalty. Consumers are loyal to brands because they believe higher quality than anybody else, and we see that with Padrone. The thing about having brand loyalty in the cigar business is, first and foremost, the cigar must be good. Absolutely. And good is subjective because my level of good is different than your level of good. You know, I'm smoking a different cigar than you're smoking on the after show, for example. You like that? I like this? Yes. So for me, this this. is good, and this has been consistently- you're loyal to it. Good enough. Yeah. The first, I would say, three times I smoked it- I had a very similar experience all three times, and I said, you know what? I think I'm going to smoke it a fourth time, and that turned into three years of smoking it every single day because it's consistent. Yeah. So let me ask you Let me ask you a question. You're smoking Aladino, right? Yep. And from the past year, we all know Jonathan loves aging these cigars. Yeah. Husto's one of the nicest people in the industry. Yeah. If he was an asshole, do you think you would still like it as much as you do? Uh, well, Ed Sullivan still smokes Dunbarton products, and we know Steve Sider is <laughs> an asshole, so he loves that's him. subjective. But he's built a brand because he's accept, uh, accessible. And you mentioned Perdomo in the beginning. I remember when I first started smoking, Nick Perdomo wasn't accessible. And over the last four or five years, he's become more active on social media. Uh, I've gotten to connect with him, really nice individual. Yeah. But he's he communicates more through social media the last four or five years with his uh, fan base, yeah, and I, I think I don't think it's coincidental that in the last four or five years, Perdomo's blown up even bigger than even, the last even half bigger, decade. But Nike doesn't communicate with their people. Yeah. No, but they have the brand spokespeople that people relate with. But uh, Padron, you know, Padron's not big on the social no, media. not at all. No, Padron's the anomaly. Anom- you know what I'm trying anomaly, to say. Thank yeah. you. It's like synonym all over again. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Fuente? 
big fan base, never connected with his people. And, and now he's do, do, doing it a little bit since COVID happened and all and, that. And, you know, Perdomo has been around forever, but Fuente and Padron, I think, have been around even longer. So you have more of the older cigar smoker. You know, if you look on social media, I see a lot of 25, 35-year-olds going, is Padron any good? Should I try Padron? They don't know the brand because it's the market's flooded. But so once they it's try- more of a 50-year-old brand. Once they try it, twenty-something-year-old brand, and it's the same cigar. Exclusivo Maduro tastes the same, box after box after box. One hundred percent. Now you have consistency in construction. You have consistency in flavor. Mm. They are in stock all the time. But I agree with with consistency is mandatory for having brand loyalty. Some people eat at McDonald's every single day. I don't think it's the greatest food in the world, but it's certainly consistent. People so if, eat McDonald's because of the price. It's a dollar twenty nine. Go to Burger King. It's a dollar twenty nine. It's a dollar twenty nine hamburger. I, you know, I, I had a five guys bowl last night because you know I'm not doing the carbs and what have you. Yeah. And it's a ten dollar burger. You know, if you if you're on the road, why didn't you get the McDonald's? Because I think it's garbage. Okay. <laughs> but some people were going to have it anyway. But I can't afford to do fucking. Sorry, I can't afford. I can't afford to do that seven he, days a week. He means what he says. Yes, yeah. you know, seventy dollars a week on, on burgers. You know, I'm not going to do that. You know, if I could smoke nothing but Padrones, Byrons, and Atabays, I would smoke nothing but Padrones, Byrons, and Atabays. But smoking four to six cigars, six to eight cigars a day, I can't afford that. So I got to find a brand that I could be loyal to in the price point that I can afford. Rumor is Padron is coming out with a new cigar. At PCA this year, mm-hmm. are you going to try it? I'll try it, but I'm not going to. Depending on the price point, I'm not going to be loyal to it because I'm not going to break the bank. But if but you n- could smoke Nub comes could out smoke with a better. new cigar. We just smoked Nub on the show. Yeah. If Nub comes out with a new cigar at PCA, you're going to try it. I'm going to try it. I try everything. Well, let's, you, you let's know me. I chase everything. Yeah. I still do that as much as I hate you. Yeah, bad I, example. I, I speak to somebody on the phone and go, hey, do you carry brand X? No, we don't have brand X, but it's a lot like brand yeah, Y. Yeah. I want to be able to answer that question, so I try everything. Um, I think um, there's not a lot of monogamy when it comes into the cigar industry, except when you get to these people that are so brand loyal. Uh, we know being on the floor that somebody comes in for a Padron, don't even discuss, don't even try, don't even <laughs> add on, don't even, I mean, the guy is on what he's on, and that's it. Uh, we, I saw that back in the day, a Tiamo smoker, you could never brand switch or show somebody there was a Tiamo smoker, they weren't interested, it didn't matter if it was cheaper, more expensive, it didn't matter, it was so brand loyal to what it is. Macanudo was another one back in the day, eventually they start wearing off and you can uh, switch that person around, but they were very, very strong brand loyal, uh, including Fuente, another one that was but those, just so loyal. The, the brands that you're mentioning are brands that are heavily advertised. You cannot go on, go into any cigar magazine without seeing well, in those double days, page especially, ads. Barry, you lived in New York, and you'd see Tiamo signs yeah. on every single building. Every, every, uh, every uh, what, do, what do they call the, the, the little corner stores? Bodega. Every bodega used to be branded either Tiamo or Optimo. Right. Mm. So it was... Built-in branding. So, so is loyalty come because of massive advertising? Comes loyalty? from certainly brand recognition. Yeah. 
Let's face it, but the average consumer, and and we smoke Dos Ombre on the show, the average consumer buying Dos Ombre has no idea what Dos Ombre they smoke. I have to look them up (laughs) or remember it myself, and they put it in their mouth 20 times a week. You can't even get them by color. Is it the white or yeah, the red? Yeah, white or red. I don't no. know. No idea. And they, and they hold it in the hand an hour at a time every yeah, time. They, they bought a bundle of 20. It I was want, 20 hours with it in your hand. Uh, uh, you don't know if it was so green or... There's no, there's no billboard for Dos Ombre. They know where it is. Well, if I move Dos that, Ombre... That goes to Barry. Right. Dos Ombre is, is, is by far, and it's not because I work with you guys. I've been smoking since 1998. By far, it's the best bundle brand on the market. For that I'll, kind of price? I'll smoke them. But yeah. what attracts people to that cigar is the price point. A bundle of cigars it's for certainly 60 not the bucks. band. It's I don't, not the box. I don't lose, it's not the advertising. I don't lose customers when the, and the price has gone up before. The, I don't lose customers on Dos Ombre when the price goes up. It's not price. No, but if it went up to it's, $120, we would yeah. probably, you know, a bundle, we'd probably lose All 8%. We sell a All half a million of these a year, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, it's less than a half a dozen complaints about construction or draw right, issues 100 burn issues it just doesn't happen so dos ombre i you're making the argument price i'm gonna say it's consistent it has good construction it has an outstanding so draw Padron. and it has a good flavor and these are the things that are causing the brand loyalty what it doesn't have is a million dollar ad budget all right so let's take these products that have brand loyalty to them. Do you think these are slightly overpriced? Because they have brand loyalty, they're allowed to be a little overpriced than they would if they if it were for somebody else's name. Perfect example, Cohiba. Yes. It's an $18 cigar living on its name. Yeah. yeah. That's an $18 Robusto yes. living off of its name. <laughs> it's $22 for the Toro and a, a lower-grade wrapper in the Tubo. And um, generational-wise, the old guy to the middle-aged guy or the young guy? It's very different. Okay. I think you see more brand loyalty in the older demographic than in the younger demographic. 100% agree. I'm going to say between the ages of 30 and 50, that's where you have brand loyalty. After that, I can talk to anybody about anything. Okay. so I think it's a little higher than 30, but... He's close enough that yeah. I'll agree with him. Um, but when you take the young generation, they have to have certain sneakers. They have to have certain clothes. They have loyalty to clothing and stuff. That's for sure. Gaming. and mm-hmm. Those guys will come in and they know that they don't know and they're looking for an education. So guys that are from 21 to 30, we're having a conversation that lasts 20 minutes and they're buying three cigars. And that conversation is everything to that person. Here's why you should try this. It, 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 it's also... You know, the the brand, uh, how, how they treat the consumer. Look at our friend Gil. He, he didn't really know a lot about right. cigars. He came here. He was smoking everything. He was looking to try everything. And Rainier Lenzo and Terrence Riley from HVC and Agon Orsa welcomed him into the family. And now that's all he smokes. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. <laughs> well, they pay, they pay him to yeah. do video production, and he's returning the favor. Yeah, he's loyal to them because of the way they treat him. So... Well, that's not going to interaction be most, in most the cigar people. industry, right? They, they just can't be friends. I with mean, them. look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm the brand I'm probably most loyal to is Miami Cigar Nesta Miranda Special Selection, because of the relationship yes. I had with Jason Wood from you know, let's say 2005. Now, it's a relationship based loyalty. Yeah. Barry, if the price went up on those, are you out? No, because the coffee breaks what six ninety nine. 
It could go up to $12, and I'm still okay with it because my price point is 8 to 12 right, Pay no attention to what he just said uh, to folks in Miami Cigar. $12.99. Um, it is, you know, I, I saw Rocky Patel build his company, and he built it by going around and seeing these people, mm-hmm. and they felt connected with him, and then they ended up doing that. Yeah. You're, you're saying that. Barry, do you disagree with what Dave is saying? No. Okay. Rocky Patel was not the cheapest cigar on the market. No, he but was the, reasonably priced for a good cigar. But the edge was five dollars. Right, it was. Now it's nine dollars. And I don't smoke it anymore. Mm-hmm. He didn't build his entire build uh, business just on edge. I no, mean, but, but edge helped put him on the map. That was a big one. I mean, you remember back in the day, the hundred box crates. We we would go through oh, yeah. them, like you yes, know, absolutely, absolutely. Um, nostalgia. Does that hold any, maybe on the Cohiba name, for instance, mm-hmm. it's built on nostalgia, so it is um, um, loyalty to the nostalgia item. You know, would, would that uh, happen with um, um, a soda, for instance, an old root beer brand name or something that, okay, you know, old dad's root beer or whatever it's called? Barks? The one with bite? Is that it? You know, do you, like would it. you buy something for nostalgic reasons of, of a cigar? Okay, uh, Punch used to be popular back in the day. Well, it happens with restaurants. I bet there are restaurants you go to for nostalgia reasons, yes. but they're just not what they used to be. Right. But you have to go back. Yeah. Roy, uh, Roy Rogers, Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Um, superiority, the mind of the consumer that says this cigar is superior over others. Davidoff built a reputation of being the highest priced luxury brand. Mm-hmm. Let's take Cohiba Cuban, for instance. Uh, worldwide craziness of that's going on right now of Cohiba. You can't even buy them in Europe. The Chinese took it all. I mean, there's a brand loyalty to a nostalgic product that has a belief that it is superior. Right. Maybe may not be true. Maybe true. Whatever. Um, social media presence. Huge to the younger demographic. Let's take um, our sponsor of this show is Skip Skip Martin, Martin. um, Craft Cigars. They built the brand on social media. And and the perfect example is, you know, Mike Rosales had his own cigar company before Skip. Yeah. And very little play in the industry. Yes. Skip comes aboard. He has the huge Twitter following when Twitter was huge. Yeah. Now has it on Facebook, and they took a brand with no sales and turned it into one of the biggest boutique companies out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trends, trendy cigars uh, could be part of it. Um, I think the, the lack of special releases also, believe it or not, helps. Perdomo, lack of. The lack of. Perdomo doesn't put out limited runs of anything everything he does is for the masses yeah and look at uh 10th anniversary maduro 10th anniversary sun grown they're keeping up they did not whore themselves out from other perdomo smokers he added smokers because he always has it in stock especially now where there's a shortage bin how about discounting on a perceived value so let's take a brand like Oliva, for instance. That's we did the for, right. We brought this up on 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 uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, I've been in the industry long enough that if there's something deep discounted, there's a reason for it, and that's a brand killer for me. But it didn't for them. They've always been that discounted product, mm-hmm. and they still survive through it. That um, some people 
look at it and say, oh, I'm smoking a, a premium cigar that's usually $10 that they, I got for $3 or something. Yeah. Therefore, I feel like, uh, hey, look what I have. And they're loyal to the brand because they're getting a really good deal, yeah. they, they think. But I think it was built that way uh, because fa- it's been going on for too long. The following opinion is my opinion and my opinion only. It's not the same cigar as the $10 cigar. And I'm, I'll just shut up on yeah? that. Yeah? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um over the years, do you think brand loyalty has been growing or dropping off? Dropping. I do think that it has been dropping. Definitely dropping. Yeah, but I think it's dropping because the demographic on cigar smokers has gotten younger. Uh, legal, but younger. Yeah. You know, back when I was, uh, you know, when I was getting into cigars, 90% of the people that were walking into the store were 55 plus. Now it's become a 25-plus game yeah, or even 30-plus game. So during the cigar boom, the majority of my customers were 30 years old. That's when it changed. The the boom was going on. This is the 90s. Everybody was 30, including Ed Sullivan and myself. Mm -hmm. And now I'm 60. And and the boom changed some of the loyalty. There's less 30-year-olds now, I think. There's less. But the boom changed some of the loyalty, right? All of a sudden, you couldn't get the brand that you're loyal to. And this may be happening right now. It may be. Because when when something has been shorted, and we've had some brands I don't have to name that just not coming in the way Mm -hmm. it should be coming in and stuff, you're brand switching that guy. You're selling him something. Yeah, he's not not leaving empty (laughs) hand. Right. He's going to get the- And he may not go back. He's going to get the cigar that is in stock and is performing well. Right, right. Um, I mentioned this actually when we did that, that clubhouse uh, episode on this subject. Some studies and opinions suggest that brand loyalty is a concept that is dying. And um, this study says 79% of millennials polled in one survey rank quality as the most important in the purchase decision rather than the brand name involved. And Christian Aroa argued that point because he has teenage sons mm-hmm. And said, no, they're buying these $400 sneakers. And again, Christian Aroa has a lot of money, and he can let mm-hmm. his kid buy $400 sneakers. Which goes to my argument. You're right. Yeah. So, so you're able to allow that type of thing, but if but, you can't, you can't. Yeah, but look, at $400 for sneakers, you could produce the same quality product for, what, a tenth of that? Oh, it would easily. be the same yes. quality. Of course it it's is. It's coming yeah. out of the same factory. Yes. Right. right. I, got a, I got a buddy of mine, and his son wanted the expensive sneakers, and he said, no way, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, he could have ended up buying it for him. And he said, no, I'm not, because he's not going to buy that even for himself. And the kid wants it. He says, go get a job and earn the money, and then if you want to buy those sneakers, buy those sneakers. Mm-hmm. And the kid did it. You would think after he worked his ass <laughs> off and he built $400, he would say, uh, that was too much work for, for these sneakers, but he did it. That's because he doesn't have bills. He doesn't yeah. have a car payment. He doesn't right. have rent. doesn't have the $300 electric bill in the summer. You know, I, I, on Saturday, I posted something on my Facebook page about this father who had his kid go to work at 14, and all these 20-something-year-olds are all over him for making his kid work. That's a huge problem in the U.S. right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants something for free. Right. No, I saw that. I saw that. Um, what happens when the brand loses loyalty? And we've all seen it. There's been, you know, top brands that are up there today, and then they they drop off. Um, they typically drop off because their consistency drops off. 
And let me tell you, the, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yep. And I get very frightened when a brand comes shooting out of the market really fast mm-hmm. because my history shows me it drops as fast as it went on. And then here's the next launch. And, you, you know, there's certain mm-hmm. companies that would do that, make it spike, starts dropping off, shoot off the next one, spike it off, and you've built nothing at the end of this thing. You don't have any following on it. And that happens, the majority, on these limited releases. Oh, right, my God, right. everybody's on this limited release, and whether, and then it's not there anymore, and this guy's got no business. Yeah, the, the ones that keep going are the, the people like Saka and Skip. If yeah. they can't deliver the quality, they don't deliver cigars. Yes, and that was the... That but that, was, that also causes them to lose market share is the, the downside of that. It, it somebody does. like Perdomo is going to go in there and eat their lunch because, again, they're not leaving the cigar store without cigars. But, and, uh, and Perdomo I, did come out with a limited edition. They came out with the firecracker for United well, Cigars. Well, they did it for us, right. but they... But it was limited. It was yeah, 500,000 boxes, believe me, rather. They, they don't want to do those mm-hmm. things. It, the workmanship to put into it the, in a factory level that is big as, as uh, he has, and I can't wait for you to see it, but it's a factory that's make, making massive amounts of product. When it's the can, size of the t- – it's a Titanic. Yeah. So now you're saying to him, okay, I need you to turn like a speedboat and make these and 2,000 boxes over stops, here. It stops, and you know what that ends up costing them to actually stop – the regular production to do this little stupid thing. And, you know, yeah, can they pull it off in a matter of a week? Yeah, they did. But then, you know, what was lost during right. that? It was, it, was a, it was a very nice thing that he did, but it wasn't a moneymaker. It, it was a mistake and it was a favor uh, is how that, that worked out. So, um, yeah, but what I see that happens with those ones that uh, take off and really do good, production level goes up dramatically and all of a sudden, there isn't a customer for that. The loyalty is gone on it. And that's when it goes in the major closeout discount thing. Mm-hmm. In the store, online, all the way across. And the next thing you know, it's devalued the brand mm-hmm. right. because of it. So if, you, if, you, if you're a manufacturer and you're going for creating brand loyalty, when it drops off, it is so painful, it can bankrupt you. Let's take Puros Indios. Puros Indios was a very, very loyal, top, top uh, cigar at the time when the loyalty went away on that brand and believe me quality went down just like you said what causes that is a different story right uh the brand drops off drops like a rock and never comes back is, the, is that even out there anymore it, it probably is but yeah that was so friggin hot it was mm-hmm. unbelievable I, I was one of the top 12 accounts that ever opened up with them and let me tell you it paid the mortgage mm-hmm. It was, it was unbelievable. I didn't even have a mortgage at the time. Paid the rent. <laughs> <laughs> Paid the rent. Um, novelty? Do you think any, any, there's any loyalty to novelty? You mentioned Firecracker. There, there, there is a segment of the marketplace that chases just the novelty slash limited. Yeah. And they don't smoke, smoke regular production stuff. So there are people. Right. And there are people loyal to that, but they're not loyal to the brand. They're loyal to the chase. Yeah. And... I think or addicted as, to the chase. Yeah, as you grow up in the in the cigar industry as a consumer, I think you weed off that. I, I have. Yeah, I mean, before I was on the show, you knew me as a blogger. Yeah, I chased every limited edition out there, and it eventually got to the point where like only fifty percent of them were 
good. That's the problem. So, you know what? I'd rather smoke something that's 99% of the time going to be good versus something that's yeah. only 50%. I mean, we could, we could put out a shit firecracker, and it's going to sell. The problem is the next year we're in big fucking tower, right? right? Yeah. So that's where the problem happens. So brand loyalty. We'll see what ends up happening. I, oh. It's time for the strengths and character segment. <laughs> Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. Okay, this is that segment that I always forget. It's a good thing uh, <laughs> I just hit the button. It's, it's Somebody's good. on the ball. Please, please do that. So we're talking about the six pillars of character, uh, and we're on trustworthiness. And um, No, I'm sorry. There's trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. And we're on fairness. And in fairness, um, one of it is take turns and share. I, I got to take that. I, I do very poorly in that. <laughs> I, I think it's because I didn't go to kindergarten, and isn't that where you learn sharing? Yeah. I didn't get that. You're not that. a sharer. You know who's no. bad at sharing? Ed Santa Maria. The really? buyer for two guys. What lunch? No, he wants to do. He wants to do everything himself. He doesn't want to share the load, spread the load well, out. Well, that, that's, that's on a different that's level. delegation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm the guy at the Chinese restaurant when they say, "Should we get something to share?" I say, "Absolutely not." <laughs> really? You get your shit. I'll get Too my shit. Too many times get- where I want one thing, the thing I order, and it gets delivered to the other side of the table. You get none. I get none, and I got a pile of shit. You came with us handed. to Chinese once, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, you get so much food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, that's and, and the waiter was like, no, too much food. Yeah, you don't so want to do this. It happens all the time. We ate every <laughs> drop. Everything. Yeah, there was but, nothing left anyway. So the key is But you're good order. at ordering. I am a pro. You saw right. Came I in. was at. You have a laminated card <laughs> yes. with the menu items on <laughs> And I don't know how many people are coming, <laughs> no. but it's ready he has, to go. He has his driver's license. He has two credit cards, <laughs> and he has the laminated uh, order for Kowloon's. I remember being on round... Th- we had just finished round two. I didn't know that you could eat that much on round two, and I'm just stuffed. And you're like, "All right, guys, it's time to rally. There's a little bit left. We got to do it." <laughs> and then becomes the fried ice cream. Oh, well, to top it off. We didn't do the fried ice cream. No, when we went. No, I... we didn't. Oh, because we were going to comedy well, comedy after. Yeah, and, and somebody, you got a thirty minute thing before you're going to have to go to the bathroom. So it's a race home at that point. <laughs> Somebody who will remain nameless had to add special fried yes, rice, and did. it didn't get eaten. I know what I'm doing. Uh, you know what you're yes. doing. People need to trust yeah. in you. Yeah. Well, we go to a restaurant. I don't mess around. I just let Dave do the ordering. <laughs> and loyalty to a Chinese restaurant is uh, big. I've been loyal to Kowloon since I was a little kid. I understand that this might be the last go-around on it. It's, it's, well, isn't that where we're going for Barry's next milestone? Sure. Sure. At this rate, it might be a while, because I thought in the summer I'd be losing more, but half a pound a week, it's the last couple of weeks. Yeah. As you lose weight, you've got to actually cut down the amount of food. Uh, yeah, cutting it down, yeah. or what have you. I, I did a cheat day last week at uh, Korean barbecue, Yeah, but it was still only a half a pound this week. Yeah. That's, it's it's going to be a while. So mm-hmm. Kowloon's isn't going to be that so long. We may have to uh, go anyway yeah. before he hits a milestone <laughs> just to be his cheat day, right? Yeah. Okay, that's it for the after show. Um, next week is a big week. 
Uh, it's Father's Day week, and we're going to continue the tradition. And this week, we're having John Saka on and his dad, Steve Saka, and we can have some fun with that. Yeah. Be, uh, Saturday on uh, the Cigar Authority. Till then, see you next time. Stick the lid into your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.